0: Well, welcome. It is uh, the 27th of March, 27th of March, year of our Lord, 2023, uh, Monday. You're in the war room. We're going to be in East Palestine with the deplorables, with MAGA, with uh, Democrats, independents, working class people of every persuasion uh, to walk through what happened at that horrific, uh, that hor- not the derailment. Uh, the derailment was bad enough, but what happened afterwards of why the EPA, why local authorities, not the fire chief. We're talking about the state of Pennsylvania, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, state of Ohio, the EPA that reports directly to Joe Biden and the company, why they decided to do a controlled uh, uh, release, a controlled release of the 10 cars of toxic, hazardous material, and then do a controlled burn. Uh, We're going to get into their stories, how it's impacted them, and then hopefully come up with solutions that, uh, or at least the path to solutions to make sure that people know that we have their back that is a story that you see playing out on the streets of uh of Paris right now and you also see it in this farmers revolt uh in the netherlands so the populist revolt continues on we're going to talk about this country by the way somebody just gave me a 2000 they made a film about me in 2018 called the brink the filmmaker was not a fan let's say that she, she was and she really went out of her way i would go around this when i was going around europe and i talked about this coming new axis of China, Persia, and Turkey that were coming yet. Yeah, this is in two thousand eighteen. In fact, they pull up the GQ interview that I gave. The Week magazine pulls up the GQ interview I gave to Ben uh, Schreckinger. Um, the um, and, and of course, uh, you know, they they were all you know, why is Turkey and in in, in Persian Iran working with the Chinese? It's never going to happen. I said the central thing we have to do, the most important thing we have to do, and this will be the thrust of the. Uh, of the um, Trump national security is to confront the Chinese Communist Party and to keep it, to keep it from partnering with Russia. It, we, we have to keep, the stop the Russians from any sort of partnership with the Chinese Communist Party. Because if you have China, you have Russia, you have Persia, you have Turkey, let's throw in Pakistan, the, the radical jihadis in Pakistan, let's kick in the House of Saud and Qatar for good measure. you got a big-league problem, a big-league problem that's going to take decades to unwind. We're going to get Lou Dobbs in here in a second talk about that. Uh, Cortez, before I let you go, two things. Number one, venture capital. Why have we not had any major engineering uh, developments in 40 or 50 years? They, they used to finance the early stage of right. these major uh, what would become industrial things. Why does it seem like venture capital, if they're not chasing fantasies in the Green New Deal, Right. If if, which, you know, Obama and and Gore had these and they bailed out all their buddies back in the Mm -hmm. Obama administration. Remember that fiasco. Um, They're really in the algorithm business and the social media. They're in the app business. That's they finance apps. They finance companies that have a nine billion dollar market cap and nine people working there. Uh, Correct. And no revenues.
3: No, correct. Uh, Yeah, listen. Venture capital is now fixated on essentially apps or political projects. Okay, it's either one or the other. Almost all of these deals, and you know, that's not my opinion. We can we can quantify that and prove it. And I give some of the statistics in the art, in the article that I wrote. And to your point, though, it is correct. I think that again, there's a legacy bias. A lot of us in the United States have great reverence for venture capital because of what it once was. And these were once, you know, in some ways, sort of the cowboys of finance. Uh, you know, these were the daring investors who could see the future uh, and who could see financially see the future. And in that regard, they really were jet fuel for a lot of American ingenuity and those hits Really continued all the way into roughly the late 1990s. But in this century, the track record of venture capital on the whole has actually been very poor. You know, if you analyze their returns on a risk adjusted basis, given that they take significant risks, the industry has really done terribly. Why? You know, and I think the point is they want to focus on a couple things. Number one, they want to focus on easy wins what i mean by that is they want to focus on rent seeking where they can use their political power to make certain that the that the group or the company that they are backing is going to manipulate the political process and exploit the public for private gain. Most of these kinds of operations are taking place in the climate space. You know, So I think that is the first part. But the second part, Steve, is that I think as the industry matured, it has been far too concentrated in the San Francisco Bay Area, and it is just dominated by narrative. I mean, that is the unfortunate reality it is more of an ideological business uh, than it is a business about innovation. It is less concerned with the nest, next magnificent breakthrough, and it is more concerned with fitting in, with fitting in with the culture of, of leftist secular humanism in Silicon Valley. And that's not just a cultural failure. It also has economic ramifications. And it's one of the reasons that our country has become a lot less dynamic, frankly. And we can look at that, and I pointed this out in a, chart tar- in a chalk talk that you played last week, we can, we can see that reflection just in the stock market performance of Joe Biden. What I mean by that is small caps, small and medium-sized companies, which should be the lifeblood of American industry, uh, they have vastly underperformed the big boys in the S&P 500. That's an example of the concentration of economic power, this winner-take-all agenda, which Biden has pursued aggressively. He did when he was vice president under Obama. He is on steroids now that he is president of the United States. So all of that to say, we need in the United States a really healthy, um, aggressive, dynamic venture capital industry. I hope we can get it, but we don't have it right now. Uh, and this industry is not remotely deserving of support from regular American taxpayers. They have been abusing American interest. They have been abusing the American people for a very, very long time, particularly in the 2020 election, but even since then, um, and this is a group that is certainly not worthy of a handout from hardworking blue-collar Americans.
0: And, and I want to make sure you understand the handout. This is Silicon Valley Bank, which was not a bank, it turned out to be a hedge fund, it had a 185 to one leverage, I think it was at the end. That was insolvent a year. Excuse me, in the fourth quarter of last year, and people knew it. Regulators were talking the insolvent bank that had turned into a hedge fund, Uh, these venture loans, these venture loans they make are really, with no personal guarantees, these venture loans are just a way for them to get capital that doesn't have to come out of the VC fund to juice their their returns. The company should have more equity in it. But, of course, that lowers the returns for the VCs and lowers returns for management. So they take out these bogus venture loans, which is what SPV was known for. But here's the point. Not one company, every company that was there, they were whining and yammering on about the payroll. We can't make payroll and you're going to lose the most innovative people in, the, in human history. We're going to be so far behind the Chinese. Crap. Everyone had a, had a venture capital sponsor or 99.99%. Yes, there's some Etsy moms that maybe didn't, but trust me, they're rolling those out as tear jerkers. Every company had a venture capital sponsor the venture capitalist just had to give them a credit line so the 9, per, the, nine the 9 billion dollar you know uh, unicorn privately held unicorn with nine people could make payroll and fund operations it would just have to come out of the venture capitalist pocket as it should what it did it came out of your pocket you bailed out the worst people on earth okay you bailed them out and they're lying to you and it said it didn't come from a taxpayer. It's all going to come through bank fees because FDIC is basically a pass through. It's going to come through higher bank fees for you and also higher inflation because the Fed is printing money to bail these entities out. Cortez, it stinks to high heaven. Once again, the little guy who these people got out of the way to deplatform and debank, right? Deplatform right. and debank. You know, they're your betters. You bail out your betters. On yep. as I and I love uh, your term parasitic, and you brought up a term we haven't used in a while that I also love rent seekers. We'll get more into that. Uh-huh. That's another piece of nomenclature, ladies and gentlemen. Get the number two pencil out, put that in the notebook. We're going to get into rent seeking. Uh, before I let you go, Cortez, I got Lou Dobbs on deck. I got to play this. Can we play the Rod Stewart? This is this is geo, the, the geopolitics of Rod Stewart in full display. Let's go
4: ahead and play it.
1: I think we should send the Ukrainians some (laughs) F-16s. That's up to you, Prime Minister. Yeah,
4: you can't sort that
1: one out, no? Well, I wish I could. I mean, I've been supporting them for years, the Ukrainians. On stage, I have the flag, and I wear a blue and yellow suit and do a song and and dedicate it to them. I feel very strongly about it, because if the Ukrainians lose, it's the end of civilization as we know it. You know, it's all over. Uh, So F-16s, please. If this is a big success, which I think it will be... I'd like to do it in, in Belfast, Dublin, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester, and just keep it going. I hope some other people follow me.
0: Yeah, all those towns who right now can't even take care of their working poor because right. there's not enough money in the uh, Scottish, the British, or the Irish budget to do it. But what we should do is send billions of dollars over to the oligarchs in Ukraine who are skimming it off the top and this weekend, the, the, they're throwing the monks out of the, They're throwing the Orthodox monks out of the monastery where they chant the uh, ancient vespers of the uh, of the Ukrainian and Russian uh, people, the Slavic people, because right now it's a fistfight. It's a Slavic fistfight on the right. eastern border of Ukraine. Hey, and the Ukrainians are given as good as they get. Trust me you can't. There's it's not a question about their valor or courage. That, that's indisputable. It's about is it whose role is it to be there? Uh, what, what are you thinking? By the way, he, he has he has blue and gold boots in a flag. What's going on with Rod Stewart, right. uh, Steve Cortez? Uh,
3: Sir Rod Stewart directing Davos foreign policy for the entire world, sadly. By the way, no, no wonder Rachel Hunter left him. OK, he is a fool. She was always my favorite of all the famous swimsuit models. Here's the deal. Uh, Rod Stewart, though, listen, we, we can kind of laugh and it is laughable. But the reality is, uh, he is part of an intelligentsia of a ruling class, a jet set, which does include celebrities, uh, that really believes that they can manage the world as some sort of chessboard. Only the thing is, Steve, they're terrible chess players, number one. Number two, they can't realize which parts of the world matter to the United States, what matters to our interests, and what does not. Rod Stewart literally said that Ukraine losing would be the end of civilization. Now, if you actually believe that, let's take a logical step from there. If you actually believe that, why would you only be providing F-16s? It should be full-on U.S.-U.K. World War II-style war, should it not, if you actually believe that? Now, if that's just absurd hyperbole, okay, then, which I think is the reality, Then you're playing an extremely dangerous game, okay? Because we continue to insert ourselves into, as you say, a regional Slavic. struggle one that has gone on for time immemorial that will probably go on for centuries after all of us are gone we are inserting ourselves into it and escalating it into something into a conflagration that does in fact matter to the entire world economically and certainly from a national securities perspective so i would try to encourage because there are still a lot of officeholder republicans i think the republican voters are coming our way in mass but there are still a lot of Republican office holders out there, people who are in the Senate, in the House, who have an R after their name, who somehow believe that this is in America's national interest. I hope that they realize they are aligning themselves with the likes of Joe Biden, and Rod Stewart. That is the reality of this this coalition that believes in escalation and intervention. And we are standing up as an America first party of realism and restraint and saying no, no more endless wars, no more interventions, no more warmongering all over the world.
0: And we have to deescalate because here's what's happening. You see over the weekend, Steve, that Putin is now looking for a forward deployment of tactical nuclear weapons into Belarus. This is the way this thing starts to spin out of control. We've got, to, we've, got to, we've got to get these people to the table, get these people to a table, and get a negotiated settlement. Because the longer this war goes on, the higher probability that something's right. going to happen, the law of unintended consequences in the fog of war, something's going to happen. And what is a regional border dispute between two Slavic peoples, two Slavic entities, is going to spin out of control. Uh, your Substack's amazing. Cortez, how do people get to it?
3: Yes, please see my new article on Venture Capital. Even if you're not familiar with Venture Capital, you need to be because you are funding them right now, whether you know it or not. Uh, you can find me at Cortez Steve on the Twitter, and then it is stevecortez.substack.com. Appreciate it, Steve. Thank you.
0: Steve Cortez, thank you. By the way, funding, you know, bailing out Venture Capital and the bank, you think they give you a warrants package or options? Is everybody, Has right. everybody got it in the mail? I want to, right. If you can get on Getter right now or on Real America, so everywhere in the chat room, Grace and Captain Banner going to monitor. We want to know what your warrants package was, what what right. your options package is, how much of the upside uh, do you have right now? Uh, I'll give you a short answer. Nothing. Right. It's socialized risk. You've paid for everything, you've underwritten everything. You've underwritten their downside, they get unlimited upside. Cortez, thank you very much. The bet, great Lou Dobbs, the de- the dean of it all is going to join us next in the war room. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right, on qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B A N N O N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal the Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold, whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to
3: 989898. Russia will begin using the Chinese yuan uh, for international payments instead of the dollar. Saudi Arabia is also in talks with Beijing to do the same thing. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, meanwhile, they are in talks uh, with Iran as well to consider an economic alliance with China and Russia. And they can even be joining the BRIC countries, which is an acronym for these countries here, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. These countries all have emerging economies. So, what happens if our economy and the U.S. dollar are no longer the world's dominant currency? Former Assistant Treasury Secretary and host of the Monica Crowley podcast, Monica Crowley, is here to weigh in. Monica, great to see you this morning. Uh, Let's start right there. What happens if these emerging economies move away from the U.S. dollar?
0: that's That's our own Monica Crowley, and she gives a brilliant assessment but I wanted to show how everybody's talking about this now. This came out at Kim.com, put this clip up, and said he was talking about a year ago. That's correct. We were talking about two years ago, and the reason is, is that this is the central beating heart of our national security powers. Let's play the start of the referee, because I want to bring, Lou Dobbs has been a colleague of both Monica and uh, and Fareed. Let's play, let's play the top of Fareed's. Here's my take. The most interesting outcome of the three-day summit between Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping got limited media attention. Describing their talks, Putin said, we are in favor of using the Chinese Yuan for settlements between Russia and the countries of Asia, Africa, and Latin America. So. The world's second-largest economy and its largest energy exporter are together actively trying to dent the dollar's dominance as the anchor of the international financial system. Will they succeed? The dollar is America's last surviving superpower. It gives Washington unrivaled economic and political muscle. It can slap sanctions on countries unilaterally, which frees that country out of large parts of the world economy. Let me, uh, let me, uh, let me bring in the, the, the individual since the early 1980s, and, and Donald Trump watched this guy forever and took notes. Stephen K. Bannon did, everybody did. Lou Dobbs, can we get a situation report from you, of where you think it stands right now. And I think the buried lead of what Fareed said is this not Monica and Fareed and CNN and Fox and everybody covering this now, which they didn't cover before. But Fareed, Fareed said that all important three day meeting, which we covered wall to wall here, got limited media coverage in the mainstream media. Lou, where are we with this Biden economy and how have we played into the hands of some of the worst enemies this nation's ever had, sir?
4: I think you're exactly right in your construction of the situation, but the the reality here is that the United States has a leader who is absolutely deaf, dumb, and blind. Uh, his national security team, his uh, foreign policy team are absolutely uh, horrendous. Uh, Tony Blinken, the Secretary of State, has not known what to do at any point since he uh, was confirmed as Secretary of State. When you look around and you start talking about the People's Republic of China as the principal uh, arbiter of peace terms uh, in, in Europe with Russia. Uh, this is quite a statement, uh, but basically the Biden administration has been absent uh, throughout the whole thing. The Biden administration, it's important for everyone to remember this, the Biden administration had at least five months in which to stop the Russian invasion of Ukraine and chose not to do so. This was a conscious choice. It was a conscious choice to do nothing. It was, if you remember the expression, a minor incursion would be just fine with Joe Biden. These are mindless uh, remarks on the part of a thoroughly inept administration, and the result has been the tragedy, the devastation and death uh, that ensued. Uh, When it comes to Saudi Arabia, this is the, the This is an arrogant uh, puppet president who only marches to his Marxist master's uh, tune. And he is insulting Saudi Arabia, uh, the world's leading producer of of energy. And suddenly we now have Saudi Arabia aligned with Russia, aligned with China, and oh yes, uh, with Iran. And and what is really interesting here, Steve, to me, and I think everybody is missing, almost everybody is missing this, is that China's strategy is obviously to denude uh, the the Europeans of any any premier role in foreign policy in, in the in the world. They don't have energy, they don't have innovation, they do have capital but they are now basically a powerless, former colonial uh, empire that has has been exhausted. Uh, and so the Chinese are pushing them away from Russia, away from the Middle East, uh, the United States, Biden uh, and, uh, and, and the rest of Europe. Uh, there's a non-relationship right now. There is no leadership whatsoever. You talked about the dollar. The dollar is now being dropped by Kenya, uh, by Honduras, uh, Turkey. Uh, we're watching a, a cataclysm unfolding in slow motion, I grant you, but it's a slow motion uh, cataclysm that uh, for which the Biden administration has no, absolutely no answers, no barriers to put up, no alternate uh, directions uh, to suggest. We are right now rudderless. We are leaderless and right now i would say that it's fair to say the ship of state uh is taking on uh water.
0: Lou, you it, say slow motion. Let me just walk through. We've had now in the last uh 200 days or 100 days to 200 days. We've had the Iranians cut 40-year output deals with the with the with the Chinese. The uh Saudis do 40-year output deals in Beijing when they put their partnership together, they said they would take you on for that. We know Iraq's new deal that they're going to do with China. They've already said they're not going to do petrodollars. They're going to do off the yuan. You've had right. these other nations. You just mentioned Honduras. You had Kenya. You've got uh, Turkey is now saying that they're open to l- using other methods than just dollar. You've had the Russians at the summit say that all their trade is going to be in yuan. And, and, and you've even got India talking about alternatives. Not that all this have come to fruition. But in the last 100 days under the Biden regime, you've had uh, the beginning of the bricks. And I keep saying, as we keep overspending and the Fed keeps printing money, we're doing a devaluation constantly of the dollar. The, the, the global south, which essentially has the natural resources, it's not illogical for them to say this. The, 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 the people that run these countries, the people that work around them, the young people all went to Wharton, all went to Harvard, they went to University of Chicago, MIT the London School of Economics. They can do the mathematics. This is a, this is a crisis. And you for four decades have told us, once you ship the manufacturing base over and you financialize your economy, your export ain't going to be uh, you know, high value added machinery. It's going to be the US dollar. How dire a situation have the elites in this country backed this nation into, sir?
4: It's, it is critical. This is an inflection point in history by any definition. Uh, there is no fourth industrial cycle to, to either rationalize it or, or, or resolve it. Here's where we are because of the, the primarily the academic and business elites in the country who decided that it would be a clever idea 30 years ago to, uh, to pour capital into China. Uh, whether it be General Motors, whether it be the Global 1000, all with the, the mantra, you know, for every person there, if they just spend a dollar with our corporation, we will make a billion dollars. Uh, that was the level of thinking that was going on amongst these uh, futurists uh, in corporate America, on Wall Street, and now we're seeing the payoff. Tim uh, Tim uh, uh, Cook is sitting in, Apple CEO is sitting in uh, China, talking with the uh, the economic minister, he has his company's future uh, just simply uh, over, uh, outsourced across the world, but dependent utterly on China. Uh, look at Tesla, the same thing. Look at the most of the major companies. By the way, General Motors right now is, is fighting uh, for a new solution to where its earnings are going to come from because its premier earnings location, one of them, was China. Uh, it is now negative. Because they have taken the production uh, facilities, the Chinese, they have, uh, I'll say, subsumed the intellectual property it represents, the technology, they have been able to leapfrog the United States by 20 years simply because everything was handed to them by corporate America. And by the way, also our military technology as well, don't doubt it for a moment. We now don't have investments in China. What we have is a, uh, a, a declining pool of investment that is sure to result in competitors for Tesla, competitors for General Motors, for any American company you can think of. Uh, they're going to be supplanted because we just handed over the intellectual property that was the foundation of the greatest industrial power on Earth because of the madness of the elites who thought that they had a one world solution uh, to a world that is far more complex than the minds, if I may say the small minds of corporate America could, uh, could comprehend.
0: Right there, Uh, Lou, if you could hang through commercial break because I want to bring you back Um, right there in a couple of minutes You had the best summary of the arc of the uh, economic and industrial history of this nation, which is the history of this nation over the last 30 or 40 years. This is also the absolute central thesis of why the elites in this country hate Donald Trump. And as I've said, they are going to try to thwart any return of his to the White House. Right. What Lou Dobbs said right there is the central beating heart of why they hate him. They hate him and they must stop him because he puts the American working man and woman in the room, not in the room, not in the deal. Trump not only puts you in the room, he puts you at the head of the table. And for all his imperfections that we talked about in the A Block, everybody's imperfect. imperfect. You look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, divine providence in Jesus Christ work through imperfect instruments. Donald Trump has been the instrument of the working class men and women in the middle class in this nation to sort this mess out and to turn this country around. And that is the central reason, the central reason that they hate him and hate him they do. Short commercial break. The Dean of it all, Lou Dobbs, will return to the war room in just a moment.
3: Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's
0: a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowners insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to hometitlelock.com and get a free title scan with signup. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com.
3: Use your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Welcome back. Uh, birchgold.com slash uh, Bannon. You can get, uh, get the debt uh, trap right now. It's the third in the series, The End of the Dollar Empire. Go check it out right now. Make sure you download totally free. Also, free info kits on anything related to precious metals. Go check it out today. Also, Mike Lindell, we're going to try to get Mike up. I think he's calling from a duck line. We're going to get Mike up by phone uh, in a little while. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code Warroom you got the MyPillow 2.0 sleep, the sleep of the just on the products of MyPillow, but particularly that pillow is on fire. And I say that because it's the coolest pillow in the universe. MyPillow 2.0, buy one, get one free, plus all the other sales that Mike has up there for us. So go check it out today. Uh, Lou Dobbs, uh, your assessment right now of the one person that stood in the breach to turn this madness around, that was Donald J. Trump, um, who really took... All the great, I mean, you warned America about this in the 80s, that the manufacturing industrial base was being shipped overseas, and then it obviously metastasized with Lao and China into the most favored nation, into the World Trade Organization, with no caveats whatsoever. And then we shipped all of our best manufacturing jobs over there. What's your assessment of Trump right now, the policies, the man, and the politics, sir?
4: Interestingly, he is the only candidate who is talking about our likely candidate? Who is talking about uh, what he governed uh, as, and that is talking about the populism that is necessary to drive this country. We are still the great constitutional republic. The consent of the government, <laughs> the consent of the governed, is required. Despite all that the Biden administration, the Obama administration before it, uh, said yeah, I have said, uh, we are a, a country right now with one champion. For the working man and woman and their families, and that is Donald Trump. And you know, despite every effort of the left-wing legacy corporatist media, however you want to style them, 95% of the media in other words, just trying to destroy Donald Trump, the American people in poll after poll after poll now, he is not only in resurgence, he is rising to new levels, in my opinion, of popularity because We have seen clearly what Biden is and is not. Most importantly, we have seen uh, as well what his administration can and cannot do. And there is nothing they do well uh, in terms of serving the the national interest, serving the American people. It is a disaster. We've just gotten word that there was another huge train derailment up in North Dakota. 70 cars, hazardous materials. This is an infrastructure that is uh, falling apart but it's falling apart despite bills that uh, Joe Biden promised would be effective uh, and would and instead he puts it out as a uh, a bailout for blue state uh, budgets uh, that are completely underwater uh, and probably not uh, retrievable at this point anyway uh, we are looking at a, a a nation right now that has no leaders uh, that who are effective it has no managers in government who are effective? I mean, look at his appointees, uh, FAA uh, directors, who frankly can't can't tell you what's up and what's down. We've got uh, uh, others who don't know what a, how, to, how to spell a woman, let alone define it. These are characters who are just absolutely incompetent, and he's putting them forward with a straight face and and relying entirely upon a Senate that is so woke. That it will actually say, good, that's fine, terrific, uh, welcome to government, uh, because we're no better, say the senators, and they're right.
0: This, uh, this populism of, of Trump, have you ever in your, you've been doing this and, and been one of the top observers and commenters, commentators and analysts of this for 40 or 50 years. Have you ever seen the correlation of forces against Trump to stop him on his return to the White House, sir? It,
4: certainly the Russian hoax as it began and what we didn't understand was going on, at least initially, uh, that was pretty powerful stuff. And it, an FBI, a Department of Justice, aligned with the Democratic Party and the deep state uh, and, and the corporatists who, who feared mightily uh, the populist conservative, Donald Trump. They threw everything at him they had. What we're witnessing now is a holistic assault on him. Five jurisdictions uh, are assaulting him in court. Lawfare is afire right now trying to stop him because they're afraid of him. They don't have uh, any idea how to stop him, so they're throwing everything they can at him. Uh, It's laughable to watch The New York Times, The Washington Post, MSNBC, all of the cable networks and every other outlet trying to mock him, to define him, uh, and to destroy him. And the result is up another 20 points in the polls. Uh, I truly believe Elon Musk had it right. If uh, Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, is a big enough fool uh, to indict Trump, uh, I believe that he assures his election in 2024.
0: Lou, how do people get uh, the podcast, which is a, a, a must uh, listen to, much-watched, particularly a couple of weeks ago? You and I had a great debate on it. I love doing the show. Obviously, the War Room Posse loves having you on. How do they get to all your writings, social media, and particularly the podcast?
4: LouDobbs.com. Dobbs, Lou uh, the podcast is on all major platforms, the Great America Show, uh, and, uh, and as well, Twitter and Truth at LouDobbs.com. Uh, that's Twitter and truth, uh, at Lou Dobbs. Thanks. Thanks so much,
0: Steve. Lou, thank you for coming on and great explanation. Thank you, sir. Always. A... Bobby, you gotta see, you gotta see that pod. The podcast is fantastic. Lou and I always have a great time when I'm, I'm fortunate enough to do it. And of course we'd love having him on here. I wanted to start off the Monday with, uh, this week, um, with, uh, with Lou's voice and thinking, because, as he said, it's a holistic approach how they're coming after President Trump. You know, we had Dershowitz on Saturday. I think we're going to try to get Dershowitz back on. That new book he's got, Get Trump, is pretty extraordinary. But the lawfare, they're coming after him. Ben Harnwell has been on assignment <clears throat> for us. I want to bring Ben. Ben, a uh, very disturbing situation. And I keep warning people, unless we get a grip on the situation in Ukraine and start to de-escalate, not throw gasoline in the fire, which this uh, regime – uh, Kirby and uh, and Blinken and Austin and Milley and Biden are doing nonstop in the Ukraine. This thing's going to spin out of control. Over the weekend, Putin is talking about forward deployment of tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus. W- what's going on here and how is Europe responding to that?
1: That's right, Steve. Um, but that's not – that's the news. But that's really the consequence of something that took place a few days before. Um, Putin was responding – to another stimulus. And what was that stimulus? It was the fact that the uh, British Defence Ministry had announced that it was going to start supplying um, depleted uranium shells, anti-tank shells, to Ukraine. On Friday the 24th, just a few days ago, Russia said, well, we're going to respond to this. And then um, over the weekend, that response uh, crystallised out as the fact that tactical nuclear weapons are going to be placed now um, in Belarus, always under the command of Russia. That uh, Belarus won't have the codes for those. Um, but this is this is a situation for the first time uh, that Russia is now, since the fall of the Berlin Wall, that, that Russia is placing its own nuclear missiles in another country. The fallout for this, um, if I might use that term, um, it's, it's been entirely predictable, Steve. It's a massive exercise of gaslighting on behalf of the international authorities, NATO in first position, saying that this is an, ex, an escalation of, of, of threat on behalf of Russia. Ukraine has obviously come in and asked for immediate consequences on behalf of, 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 um, of NATO members, as if Ukraine were a, a, a NATO um, ally. And that's just generally the situation here. Uh, what I'd like to do is just to underline this point that the West does something, NATO does something, right? Russia responds, and then the international piling on is uh, without any uh, background, total, why Russia has done this, as if Putin is is a madman. And this is how we're going to find ourselves fundamentally if it should happen in nuclear war. Yeah. Because the West insists...
0: He, he, yeah. Yeah. let me. Just, I want you to finish, but hang on one second. It's the same thing with China, with the CCP going to Moscow to, to work with their junior partner, the KGB. Remember, at the Olympics, the, this is the NBC putting up a billion dollars Olympics, right? MSNBC, CNBC doing the Olympics, cowtowing and being running dogs to the Chinese Communist Party. They announced a no-limits partnership right at the beginning of, of the Ukraine war. This new partnership they, they have is even worse than the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact of 1939. I think rightfully we were talking with Seb and, uh, and some folks the other day. It may be closer to the Nazis and the, the secret agreements with the Imperial Japanese before uh, World War II. But they're acting logically because we're forcing them into their hands. I want you to tell the audience what, what is a depleted – because it, this did not get a lot of play in the United States – the UK sent depleted uranium shells to the Ukrainians to use on the battlefields? I take it around Bakhmut and other these besieged cities in eastern Ukraine near the Donbas, sir?
1: Well, right now, it's, the UK has announced that it's going to do this. And this is primarily to fight, I think, it's the T-73 Soviet tanks, because um, th- th- these... These shells were specifically designed to combat those Soviet tanks. And these are the very Soviet tanks now that are presently in Ukraine. If I can just bounce off something that you just said, though, there's an article on the foreign policy right now, um, which says, and I'll just read the headline. Right? I don't know if the guys in Denver have a moment to put this up. She and Putin have the most consequential undeclared alliance in the world – which has become more important than Washington's official alliances today. That is exactly, Steve, the point that you were just making. Um, and of course, this was all signalled—the uh, the moves that, that we have pushed uh, China and Russia and Iran and Turkey and Saudi Arabia uh, it, together with, with the BRICS. This has all been taking place, and at every single stage, the the, the Biden regime and and and, and Jake Sullivan—they have almost as if it were part of a grand strategy and done deliberately. At every single stage, they have pushed these countries into this alliance. In fact, James Mattis, um, five years ago in 2018, had said that there were fundamental obstacles to a Chinese and Russian alliance because they have a a a non-alignment of interests. Well, of course, there is one interest that does uh, draw all of these countries together. And that is a fear built over decades of the U S military industrial complex via the CIA, CIA, via NATO undermining other nations' sovereignties. So they do have, if you think about it, a very coherent interest and that is opposing, um, the U S maneuvers, which don't benefit the American people. They never have done.
0: This gets to the point of, uh, in the book, uh, Chaos uh, Under Heaven, the, the great fight between Xi and Trump by Josh Rogan over at the Washington Post, which is really the definitive history of the conflict between China, the CCP, and the Trump administration. Uh, I'm identified with Navarro as the uh, head of the Superhawks, a group that were not the hardliners, not the realists, not the accommodationists, which have been traditional American foreign policy, because we do not buy into the fact, as Lao Beijing does not, that the CCP is the legitimate government of the Chinese people. It is not, and that has to be the primary focus: is taking down the CCP. You cut the head of the snake off. Otherwise, because of what Brussels is doing, the EU's doing, NATO's doing, they are driving us into a jam right now—a jam that we can't back up. And you're going to see it by they're going to crush the dollar as a U.S. currency and impoverish this nation. And their alignment of forces is quite powerful right now short commercial break ben harnwell from rome mike lindell from a duck blind somewhere up in the northern plains in a moment in the world in joe biden's america criminals are exalted and the police are condemned it's sad to say but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family thankfully there's iTarget pro this revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N.
3: The new social media taking on
0: big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel
3: culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology, no more selling your personal data. No more censorship, no more cancel culture. Enough, Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download
0: now. Okay. um, Make sure you go to Getter. We're putting stuff up all the time, including uh, broadcasts. We do Royce White uh, every other day when he's on. Last night, the Savage Angels, Jane Zirkel, Grace Chung, Captain Bannon uh, were up uh, doing a broadcast. So go to Getter. It's totally free. Download it. I'm an idiot. I can use it. You can use it too. Uh, Ben Harnwell. Uh, ben give your social media you're going to join us at six o'clock because uh, I want to I've got Joe Allen and Ben are going to join me in the six o'clock show we got so much to go through now that Ben's off assignment Ben what's your social media where do people get you in the interim
1: thanks Steve it's getter getter.com or the app from, from whatever app store you have on your phone um, my profile is at Harnwell it's my surname there at Harnwell and that's why I push out my analysis
0: Ben we'll see you back here at six um I have Mike Lindell. Mike, just where in the hell are you, uh, brother? You're in Waco the other day. Where are you right now?
2: Well, I'm in uh, South Dakota. You see, I don't know if you can see it behind us. We're uh, hunting snow geese. You hunt them in the spring, and uh, we got quite a few yesterday. today, I had to, as you know, I'm always working. I had to run up here to the car to do the do the show here. But uh, um, it's uh, it's quite a difference going from uh, Waco, Texas, to. Uh, South Dakota. It's about fifteen degrees here, and uh, you know the snows. We got just our decoys up on top of the hill here in the in the area where they where there's no snow, but uh, there's still a lot of snow here. It's one of the so, so, one of the most snowiest winters so, so ever.
0: The, 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 the war room possibly was blowing me up that you were illegally. It, Mike couldn't possibly be illegally shooting a duck. So it's snow geese. It's the season for yeah, snow, it's snow geese, geese. Yeah, yeah, snow. geese. Yeah, now we're
2: not shooting ducks, everybody. <laughs>
0: Give me your assessment. Give me your assessment of Waco. You were there. You were one of the main speakers. Of course, the uh, the the left wing media went nuts. The Michael Lindell was up there talking about election crime bureau. Give us your assessment of Waco.
2: It was great. The uh, the media, the people. I took. Uh, I, I went out in the crowd for about five hours, and uh, everybody is just uh, so uh, excited for this uh, campaign. And uh, uh, the media, of course, I was. I did interview after interview, and they. Of course, they took out little pieces, and the word got out. I know one of the ones that went out there is I, I bash Ron DeSantis, called him the Trojan Horse again, and I, I stand by what I say. Um, uh, what he's personally done, um, down there with uh, the Dominion lawyers and such, and and um, but it was uh, we got the word out. We talked about the Election Crime Bureau, and you know we're fighting every day, Steve. Just now you know, and, and, it's good and bad. We've got, we don't understand. You've got Nevada, this bill called AB 242 where f- five committee men and half of them are Republicans. They come out with this bill to get rid of all paper and go coldly machines, uh, total hundred percent voting machines. And, and everybody, if we don't get rid of these machines and go paper ballots, hand counted, same day, um, we've got, you know, a year and a half to get rid of, to get these, to get rid of them. And, uh, and to get to this point and we're doing great many states uh this week uh shasta county california it's all coming to a head march 30th and uh great things going on in texas louisiana alabama uh arkansas missouri you know all through. we're kind of getting them first and and uh but it's going great i think we'll have uh well a lot of them gone by the 2024 election
0: um Talk to us, your biggest opposition. You just talked about Nevada. Give me a minute on the, some of the biggest opposition you got is Republican established, either elected officials or people already in government. Are there already secretaries of state or, or counties or county clerks? They're fighting this. Why? Why are they fighting the all paper ballot initiative,
4: yeah. sir?
2: It just it, You know, I don't understand. We fight our own party. You know, if you're out there, if you're citizens out there, I'll tell you, you need to stand up and go to your county, whether it's Nevada or whatever, say, we want paper ballots hand counted. That's what we can all do as a call to action to the whole country, everybody. And I am tired of going into these states like Nevada and fighting our own party. Why would they want this? Why would they want not want paper ballots, hand counted, transparency, so we can all see what what happens in our election? This is absolutely horrible, and uh, it's, uh, it ha- it's happening throughout our country. You know, you got your Robin Vosses of the world and your Brad Rassenburgers. I'm I'm going to have them. We're going to have a list of all the horrible establishment rhinos in our country by the time we're done steve uh we'll have a complete list for everyone i'm going to start posting them i think on uh on uh, the election crime bureau just posting them every day so people can see who the rhinos are and the and the deep state in their own state
0: uh talk to us about you're up there in south dakota it looks like a lot of snow and a lot of cold and here we are heading into uh into april into easter Talk to us about the company. Talk to us about how, how is doing. Tell us about the MyPillow 2.0, the launch of the coolest pillow ever made, sir.
2: Yeah, it is really going great. We hired 100 employees, like I said, the other day over the last two weeks, and they're back to doing what they really enjoy doing, and that's helping people. And by getting these MyPillow 2.0 with the new temperature-regulating thread and fabric, and we're able to improve on the greatest pillow in history, and uh you know we had sold over 80 million of the My Pillows and uh and now we've got the new technology and if you've got a My Pillow uh, you know the uh get the My Pillow 2.0 we finally have technology that actually improves on the best sleep ever and you can get a buy one get one free right here on the the war room using promo code warroom and we're still doing we still have some of those all season slippers left at $25 a pair to thank all of you out there uh for the great uh for supporting us, supporting us through all this, my employees—we've lost all our box stores, our shopping channels. Uh, we get attacked every single day, and my pillow should not have to be attacked when they're protecting companies out there that we never heard the names of before. Which I don't need to name all the voting machine companies, but uh, my employees—they love it, Steve. They're back doing what they do in sewing and filling, and we do a hundred percent. The My Pillow 2.0 is a hundred percent made in the USA minnesota i got two factories there and and uh thousands of employees they all thank each and every one of you out there for support for supporting them
0: mypilla.com promo code worm that's the square you go to you got all kind of sales you got to buy one get one free on MyPella 2.0 mike we'll let you go back to the hunting of snow geese
2: in chilly <laughs> and
0: quite cold south dakota love you brother thanks for doing this all right
2: thanks the you election crime bureau everybody.
0: Stick around with Real America's Voice. Populist, nationalist, fire breather, firebrand, Charlie Kirk, is next. We'll be back here from 5 to 7, only in the war room. We
2: rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.
0: War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the Swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data